Brainstorming and pitching ideas is the funnest part of the creative process. We decided to skip the boring part of actually making stuff and just do the fun part. I'm comedian Tom Walma. This is Joel Fragamani. I'm Matt Yari. And this is Saidi. And this is Creativity Wasted. So my idea is quite similar to Joel's, and it's based on a thing I saw on the internet called Amazon Explore. And it's it's a new part of Amazon where um, it's like virtual tours. So you can pay like 50 bucks. It was 50 bucks on Prime Day, but now it's like 100, 150 bucks. So that somewhere like in a vineyard or in like a church in the Vatican City somewhere or some touristy area, there's a real guide. <laughs> and you reserve a, a specific time with that guide to have him virtually take you on a tour or do like an art class or something like that. That's the Amazon Explorer. So what I thought about that is that it's a decent idea. It's overpriced for one because it probably doesn't even cost 130 to actually do it when you're there, like take an art class or whatever, maybe about that, but it seems overpriced to me. My thought is, while you're doing it, the whole time you're going to be thinking about how much better it would be if you were actually there. So my idea is to have these virtual experiences, but pick things that can't be done in person. And so, yeah, it's quite similar to Joel's, but it doesn't specifically involve dogs. (laughs) So I, I have a few examples of like virtual experiences that have to be done virtual so that thing in the back of your mind saying this should be better doesn't run i have like six or seven (laughs) categories of ideas here of experiences that have to be virtual so the first one would be like a digital recreation of the past like ancient rome but like Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be the modern day ruins it would be like a video game like a recreation of what it looked Mm -hmm. like at the time or basically jurassic Um, park or yeah, or a, or a thing that doesn't exist, it is. or a video game. Yeah. So it's like, but it'd be like a video game, except there's a real tour guide. So what all of these have in common is that there's a real tour guide that you're interacting but with. But the act actors are playing these historical figures, then. Yeah, okay. yeah, they're in front of a green screen or so, whatever. Yeah, yeah. In this case, what's the difference between um, that and actual virtual reality? Well. Yeah, it's almost exactly like a video game, except that you'd see the actual video of the person. It's not an avatar, yeah, but it could be an avatar, I guess. And it's um, it's designed different than a video game. Like you're acting as a tourist. You're not like shooting things like a video game. You would observe yeah. a, a historic event as if you were there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's cool. And actually, there is a video game called Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. And they do, like, period piece video games. Like, one of them is Ancient Egypt. One of them is Rome. And you can buy for 20 bucks. It's called the Discovery Tour of the video game world. So it's almost what my idea is. Mm-hmm. So you're not shooting things. You're just walking around in the world, and they have, like, a narrator. But it's, like, just pre-recorded audio. You don't even see an avatar yeah. of a guide. So it's boring. But you could you could do more things than just sightseeing so one example is uh, i saw on youtube like a video that i really loved and it's called uh tom scott versus irving finkel the royal game of ur ur there's this ancient board game it's like a dice game with like triangular dice 
and they race around a board but it's like a 4,000 year old game from like Turkey the guy teaching the game was like super charismatic he was like the guy who figured out the rules of the game and Tom Scott the other guy was a somewhat famous YouTuber I've seen Tom Scott but uh, it was just really fun the guy's he's cracking jokes he's very charismatic and they're playing the game but imagine if you're doing that in ancient Mesopotamia in the virtual world so you're getting a variety of things first of all you have a charismatic narrator that's fun you have the game itself you have all the scenery and stuff something like that would be cool sure and if you think about like video games the amount of effort to develop a video game and sell it for $50 versus this and sell one experience in one room for $50 you'd think Mm -hmm. the economics it would be so easy for them to afford this Mm -hmm. Like the amount of effort that went into making an Assassin's Creed video game versus a $50 Amazon experience where you play a board game in a room. So I would think it would be plausible. If, if, if the person uh, could control where they were going, it'd be really, it would add another layer to the immersion. You know, like say you're in a room or you're in a field where this thing is happening and you can choose where you're actually going to go. Yeah. To, or, because a tour you could kind of do on video where if somebody was deciding where they were going. Yeah, it could be deciding where you're going or yeah. conversating with a real person and sure, yeah, playing the game, you. moving the dice around. Yeah, talking to them and yeah, all that stuff. But it's still in like a video game world. It's like one of those, you know, they have those plays where it's like a wedding and you go, you know what those are? You ever seen those? Like a murder mystery dinner? A murder mystery thing or even like escape rooms and stuff where you go yeah. and... You know, it's World War Two, and we've got to find out who the spy is. And it's a bunch of actors. I wouldn't do one of those. That was like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was one way to, to do it. The other one was tours of real places with inappropriate tour guides. <laughs> By that, I mean like, let's say you want a tour of the Vatican, but you want your tour guide to be Penn Jillette or some atheist who they would never in a million years would let them narrate the tour of the Vatican. Yeah. Or a comedian that you like, or you can have, like, Borat, the character Borat, leading you on a tour through Kazakhstan (laughs) or something like that. I think that would be the thing that I would like the most, actually, is uh, the naughtiness and the inappropriateness of a tour guide who's not endorsing the area they're like cracking jokes about it or saying what you're not supposed to say (laughs) to me that would be fun that would be fun sounds fun and you guys if you come up with another idea of like a virtual tour a virtual thing that couldn't be done in real life you can chime in you do a virtual tour of like other galaxies or planets or shit that would be cool if you could, yeah. like, uh, go to Mars virtually, like, actually see what the rover sees up there, some stuff like that, that'd be cool. Well, I think anything that has a big fan base, like ancient times, like Jack the Ripper, go to London and there's Jack the Ripper tours, you know? And there's a lot of people that can't afford to go to London, so maybe they would take a tour of Jack the Ripper and maybe, you know, you would be virtually murdered while you're on this tour <laughs> or something. Wouldn't that be something? I had uh, digital reenactments of disasters, which is about the same thing as the yeah, serial killer. It's a little darker. <laughs> yeah. But I was picturing like Hindenburg. Hindenburg. Disaster. 
So you could do it in lots of ways. You could be on the ground watching the Hindenburg. You could be in the Hindenburg oh, because I think yeah. I think people survived. Yeah, but a certain percentage of the people survived. died in the Hindenburg, or maybe just very few. Yeah, I think like two thirds of. Oh, them did died, they? Yeah, but like people that. survived the Hindenburg. The other thing you could do is you could just sign up, and they could just take you somewhere, and you have no idea what disaster is going to happen. <laughs> and so your guide, your guide is like an actor. They're pretending they don't know the disaster is going to happen. They're just acting like a normal guide. And then all of a sudden the disaster starts happening. And then they're like freaking out. Oh. And it's like, that's one way to do it. And then the other way would be, you can actually try to stop the disaster, oh. but you don't know what disaster is going to happen. But you have like clues. But then that that's like a video game, basically. It does, yes. And it also, there was a show called Quantum Leap. Joel, you probably I, remember I that. I didn't watch a ton of them, but I know the premise of it, yeah. But that's a lot like the the TV show sure. Quantum Leap, where the guy just pops in a body in an alternate. Yeah. I don't know if it's in an alternate dimension or. I don't know. I think it is. So he doesn't even know what he looks like if he's male or female. He just pops into a body and he's got to yeah. solve some disaster or thing that's going to happen, yeah. and he's given clues. Yeah. But, yeah, there's that alternate history fiction. Stephen King wrote that book about the Kennedy assassination, and the guy had to go back and could have prevented it. Did you ever read that? Or it's on Hulu. They made a show out of it. Yeah, yeah. but so so yeah, I'm kind of blurring the line between video games and not video games with this idea. The whole idea of like a video game world, but you're a spectator. Yeah. That's a thing that hasn't really been done. Yeah. Another thought I had was drone sightseeing tours. Okay. The concept of that, I've already done that on the podcast, would be, like, let's say you want to tour the Grand Canyon, and you want to see, like, halfway up. You might not be able to hike there, mm-hmm. so it's, like, an experience that you can't have. Yeah. And unlike a helicopter tour, you can, like, steer the drone yeah, you where you want it to go. you control the drone, decide yeah. where it goes. And I thought you could project, like, a guide above their drone mm-hmm. in real mm-hmm. life, above the real drone, or it could just be software that does that. So it could be like a tour with people. So you see their heads and you can talk to them and look at them eye to eye, but you're actually controlling drones. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, That'll happen if it isn't already. Yeah, it yeah. might already be. I don't know. Maybe I'll not like... quite there yet, but it's coming. But yeah, and I, th- I thought you could even like for the Grand Canyon, there's all these like little caves halfway up. You could like use those as like charging stations for the drone and like put a solar panel on the outside you could find little places where you could put all that stuff where you can't see it from the rim so it wouldn't spoil the view people crash Um, drones but maybe one day they'll be good enough to prevent that from happening so yeah another virtual thing that you can't do so i call this danger dummy tours so you'd have the real person but they're not a guide they're like a person in a situation, like running with the bulls, mm-hmm. but you're telling him to run right or run left, and he has to do what you say. <laughs> so that would be kind of expensive. That could be over uh, quickly, too. Yeah, yeah. Demand your money back <laughs> if he gets knocked over by the bull in less than a minute. Running with the bulls might be a bad example, but there might yeah. be things where you can guide Mount a real Everest person. Or something, or... Yeah, go here or go yeah. there, or do this or do that. Maybe urban exploring, yeah. go into this room. Hey, I want to see this. Turn the camera over here. Uh, so there's a person walking around doing that shit? Yeah. So 
part of the thing with this is there's stakes. Like the person could get hurt, or they could get arrested, or so why are they doing? Depending on what you tell them to do, okay. or it could be like a game where they wouldn't really get arrested, but they would lose the game. Mm-hmm. Like there'd be a fake cop trying to catch them, and they're like, it'd be a, like a Grand Theft Auto, a basically. burglar. Yeah, you're telling the burglar where to go. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, but <laughs> controlling a remote control burglar, basically. Yeah, uh-huh. and then. This is the last one. I called it the virtual heist. (laughs) So the difference between that and what we just talked about is that you'd have people with different roles. Like you could have the drone guy. It's like watching the building. And you you could have the the real person who breaks in, like put cameras all over the place or have a camera on the back of his head. So you you could alert him if something is behind him. And so you could like, you're you're like a virtual lookout. Or like, you could help him pick like the, steal this and or that versus that okay. go in this room whatever and it could all be fake like a <laughs> like a escape room but like a break in but you could do it virtually. Could you virtually so, try yeah. to stop crime? Yeah, I there suppose you, know? you could. You could virtualize both yeah. sides. I suppose like a cops and robbers version. You have a gun. You're shooting at him or something. Like a robotic, yeah, gun like or a you know, like a laser tag type gun that you could maybe, control. yeah, as much as technologically makes sense. Yeah. So, so that that was my idea was like to take the Amazon virtual tours <laughs> and be a little more creative with it. Come up with shit to do that is unique. That's not a subpar experience of something else. It's its own new thing. Let's hey. I'm sure someone will do something like that at some point. The virtual tour where you're in a historical event sounds like the most appealing thing to me. Like you could be a spectator on Kennedy's about to get shot Mm -hmm. um, and and things like that. That would be pretty cool. And I would pay for it just to get an experience. And I think there are museums which do this kind of things. I mean, they, they have like audio tours and stuff like that but they also like you go into a room where the picture is flashing in front of you it's not virtual reality quite yet but then they have audio from the actual event I think the the Holocaust Museum might have something yeah um, yeah I watched Abraham Lincoln impersonated in Gettysburg Pennsylvania when I was in grade school but they didn't simulate the assassination it was a guy it was a big tall guy with a beard and a hat and he read you know, the Gettysburg address, and then when he was done, you could ask Abraham Lincoln questions. Was that Daniel Day-Lewis? wasn't Daniel Day-Lewis. This was a guy who lives in Gettysburg and pretends he's Lincoln, and people pay money to go watch him talk. At least they did. Yeah, I, I've, I've been to one like that. I, I mean, Harper's Ferry in West Virginia, where huh? Jefferson comes out and speaks to you. And me and my wife just rudely interrupted and just left. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean to do that. We had to. Yeah. Why did you have to rudely interrupt him? Well, okay, we didn't quite interrupt him. We, like, we found a side door exit. um, And so we kind of sneaked out. The thing with museums and stuff is that they're all boring. Yeah, I agree. I've never... Museums, you know, the museums best museums, museums like, are kids' museums. Those are the most fun. Just a bunch of oh, games. where you can like 
draw stuff yeah. and like well, they have a lot of like science and... things. I don't know, you make bubbles and shit, build stuff. But yeah, with this virtual thing, you're sort of getting around the gatekeepers who are surrounding the stuff with their veil of boredom. Yeah. You could have Joe Rogan host a uh, nature thing, <laughs> oh, talking, yeah. make it fun. You know, you could you could have stuff like that. But the stuff, the academic people hoard all of that stuff and and make it boring. So making it virtual is like a a way to get around that. Maybe. Yeah. Any more thoughts on my? Idea? I think someone's going to do it, Tom. I'm not sure when, but it's going to happen. I think it's pure money. Yeah. You do it. You make that money, Tom. You have any shows or anything you want to plug? I do my podcast at joelradio.net, Joel Radio. Been doing that show for 15 years now, so you can go check that out. Got 500 shows up on that website, so did a new one last week. And I'm at the Comedy Castle teaching comedy, advanced comedy class on Saturdays. We're back. Uh, If you sign up, I still have a few spots for November 7th and January. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram as Saidee27, I'm going to be hosting an online show on November 12th. It's by Improbable Comedy from out here in uh, D.C. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon so if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. Thanks for listening.